if I just went there and then, you know, I tried to get in, they'd be like, who's this Asian kid? Like, where's his parents? Yo, what's good, YouTubes? This is your boy in the NYC. It's me, Ray, and this is the EDCCP. That's the Everyday City Carry podcast. I have a special guest on today. I say that about all my guests because they are all special in one way or another. We have Carlos from Daily Carry Solutions. What's up, buddy? Glad to be on again, man. I I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought you were going to catch me mid-drink and stuff. I was going to be like, hey, guys, how it's you okay. doing? It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I'm going to take a I'm going to drink on them right now, you know? We had to have you on. You're doing SHOT Show, which yes. is going to make a lot of people envious. You're also doing coverage for SHOT Show. And uh, you were like, yo, man. Oh. <laughs> so uh, how did that come about? I know you yeah. talked about it last time, but let's briefly go over it. And what are your plans for this year? Okay, well, uh, SHOT Show actually came about um, indirectly from Blade Show, uh, 2019. Um, I had always been a fan of, uh, companies like VanQuest and, um, I had the opportunity to be able to go ahead and shoot a couple of videos with VanQuest. And, um, you know, they, uh, they, you know, once everything was done and, uh, you know, my, my, my media partner, Eric, uh, from the Outer Limitless channel, he, um, he edited everything and he's a whiz at that. Um, he said, uh, you know, we did three videos at the booth and then we sent them, uh, the footage and they were so impressed. And I mean, they have a lot of people that do reviews for them. They, that they reached out to us and they, they're like, Hey, would you guys be interested in, you know, maybe shooting some footage with us at shot show? Um, and I'm like, that's in Vegas, man. <laughs> you know, it's I haven't been there in such a long time. I haven't been there since I was a little kid and they would throw me out of the casinos because, you know, I was, I was too yeah. young to go. So uh, tentatively, we said yes. And then as the, as the dates got a little bit closer, you know, you start looking at flights and you start looking at hotels and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're going to do it this year because I have been wanting to do SHOT Show for probably before I even started uh, my channel, but it's industry only. And I kind of felt like, okay, I'm being chosen to go now. And, you know, my, my, the, the, the page, my YouTube channel and, and the kind of the branding, the whole DCS thing, it still hasn't really kind of hit that stride. So it felt really cool and it felt very, you know. Hey, hey, hold on a second. Come on. Yeah. Here. Look, we're getting some. some... Hey. <laughs> going, baby? I have to get my girlfriend in here. We're gonna do. Get a out of here. Get out of here. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Um. So back to Shot Show. You were talking about your channel. Yeah. Um. And uh, what were you saying about your channel? Like your brand hasn't kind of like come to fruition yet, or is that what you were going with? Yeah, you know, there, there's so many other channels that have that have really come up, uh, you know, in 2019. I, I, you know, you had Neves Knives, uh, there's uh, Zach Stuff, uh, you know, and a lot of other people that we've been able to interact with, you know, Big Red EDC and, and Blade Banter and, and all these other ones. And I think that out of the, the core of, of people that we all know, I think myself and Zach Stuff 
are the only ones that are actually heading to SHOT Show. You know, so there's a lot of people that may do reviews at, at you know, on, on YouTube and do reviews on Instagram and different places. But there are a, there, there's just a, a smaller amount of people that actually go in person and can actually, you know, provide footage and footage, you know, meaningful content at places yeah. like that. So it's cool to be considered part of that at such an early stage. And I like it a lot. Um, I, I had a blast at Blade Show with Eric. Um, it was it was nice meeting the people that you usually just reach out to via message or via email, you know, and and kind of, you know, schmooze with them, you know, via yeah. email and stuff. But you don't want to feel like you're 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 the person waiting for the handout, you know, like the hundreds of other people that want. Oh, let me test your stuff. Let me check out your stuff. You know, you actually go to see them. You're like, wow, you know, it's nice to actually meet these people. Put a a face to the name. And build on that relationship, which is why I can't wait till you go to Blade Show, man. I, I mean, I, we I, we talked about it last time, and it's gonna happen. It'll I, happen one day. I think I just uh, I want to go to Blade Show, and of course meet the people that <laughs> obviously have no idea who I am, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but, I uh, another you know, I, I, I it's always fun to come in this is what i loved about the, uh, the edc community in general it's like i came into a community where like my kind of personality wasn't very present i feel right kind of like a more eccentric and, and people say like oh he's a young guy but i'm older than some people i'm 39 years old you know what I mean? me, it's like it's really weird um i want to go back to um you were talking about your channel, how like your the the brand of the channel, like you feel like hasn't come to fruition yet. And it, uh, what did you mean in Shot Show when it was industry only? So it was invite only, and people that were actually exhibiting, or like what did you mean by that? Okay, so um, it, it's it's a trade show. Shot Show, I believe, it, it stands for uh, Sports Hunting and Outdoor Trade Show. S H O T. So um, basically, the only people that that uh, are are you know, registered to attend are people that fit that portion of, you know, the the, the general uh, EDC community, I guess, and the hunting community, that sort of thing. So if you're a manufacturer, if you're a wholesaler, if you're a distributor, um, if you're a brand, uh, you know, whether it's firearms, whether it's, you know, uh, optics, uh, uh, you know, knives, flashlights, that sort of thing, it, it typically caters for people that are in the industry supplying these things to individuals and civilians. And it gives the opportunity for everybody to kind of um, meet and and uh, network for say supplies or collaborations. And it also is kind of like the window to what comes, you know, that, uh, you know, for that particular year, what what the new lineup for, for items are. Like um, a lot of people that are, are YouTubers that you know um associate a lot with certain companies they get invited as media and then what they do is they go in and they're able to go ahead and get a first look at everything that you know comes out for that year as an example yeah um, so they do invite they do invite uh, brand ambassadors or like social media influencers right yes. you know um, they do they they're considered content creators. Yes, content um, creator is the other cringy thing that we are called. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Uh, insert insert you know generic name here. Yeah. It's like oh you're a content creator. Yeah. 
you know, but yeah, I, uh, I'm hoping that with Blade Show, when I do go and you and I are definitely going to chill when I go there is the year after that. And all the all the exhibitors are like, yeah, you, Daily Carry Solutions. I like meeting him. Let's let's give him a thing. And who's that crazy guy from New York City? Let's get him on board. That's what I want. Get, That's the, what Asian I hope get the Asian kid. Let's get some flavor in here. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a great time. Um, we're going into this having been um, uh, approved as media, um, a company has to vouch for you if you're a content creator. That's the important thing. You can't just be somebody off the street or a civilian and just walk in and be like, okay, I'm going into SHOT Show. They're going to be like, sorry, buddy, this this is not for you. Go go to one of the casinos and get drunk, play some roulette and get the hell out of here. You have some kind of badge that is given by an exhibitor or you're invited by the show. You know, but let's get real here. They're going to give Melissa Backwoods a badge, like no matter what, like these kind of personalities in our in our world. They will. Yeah. Um, but typically it's because of the fact that while she is there, like, say, Melissa Backwoods, she will probably be there on behalf of a company. Just right, like, right. No, I'm not I'm not uh, not knocking on her. I loved her on Naked and Afraid, like some of the best episodes. I, Kelly and I love that show. So we watch uh, it all the time. But uh, <laughs> what I'm saying is like. If I just went there and then, you know, I try to get in, they'd be like, who's this Asian kid? Like, where's his parents? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, Pretty much. They'd be like, kid, you're lost. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. You know, um, there are other things that go on during the week. Um, as, as an example, Olight is having something on, I want to say Wednesday during that week. It's uh, you can RSVP. Excuse me, my bad. Um, it's uh, it's RSVP only, and um, it, it's basically their unveiling of the new lineup for 2020, and it's outside of Shot Show. So even if you go to Shot Show, you have to RSVP. You can RSVP, uh, you know, for this particular event, and it doesn't matter if you're a Joe Schmo or a content creator or somebody. They prefer somebody that's that's a content creator because that yeah. way, you know, they could they could link up with them and they can provide them that's with outside. You know, uh, just a, an outsider, just an average Joe. I, I mean, it, you were talking about that event that's like within Shot Show. That's like it's it's separate. It's in a separate uh, location okay. outside of Shot Show. It's gotcha. not directly affiliated with Shot Show, but it's timed in the during the schedule of Shot Show. Which yeah, it's strategic it, for sure to put it like at that time when a lot of traffic is going to be there. Man, I was going to ask something. Oh yeah, and so just uh, to let folks know, when is Shot Show? Okay. So SHOT Show is actually from uh, January 21st to the 24th. Um, technically, it's the 20th through the 24th. So it goes from Monday to Friday. But Monday is not technically SHOT Show. What it is is um, it, it's, it's industry day. And so it's like for press and, and no, industry, no? Kind of. Um, it's basically range day. Um, everybody goes uh, off-site to an outdoor range, uh, a shooting range, and all of the like um, the, the the big name uh, firearms companies and the companies that are trying to make a name for themselves, they have all of their products. You can shoot, you know, all different types of pistols, you know, shotguns, rifles, semi-automatic, some some full auto, depending on you know the 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 company and what they're offering as promos. And then they have other companies that um, that offer accessories for stuff like that. And um, so that's technically Monday. That's like the icebreaker for the show. But that's you like. I, I'm able to get into SHOT Show with my credentials and I can't get into industry date because you have oh. to be. It's like, it, there's like VIP and then there's like ultra VIP. It's like, oh, you have the yellow pass. No, you need the blue yeah, one. Yeah, but again. like who can get in there? Like nothing fancy or something or like? 
Probably, yeah. Yeah, um, like somebody like huge on the tube, you know, that's like in the sort of, um, you know, the gear centric world. You know what I mean? That, uh, that's understandable, man. You know, we'll have that cred one day. We'll be yeah, like, we won't even say. RSVP and be like, oh my God. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be getting the, the emails like, dude, are you going? Like, you, yeah. you know, like, go on our behalf. We'd love to come by our booth, you know. We'll uh, you know, back to uh, you were talking about your channel and your brand, like having, you know, come to full fruition yet. Dude, congrats on 700 subs. It's funny, before you made that post on Instagram, I actually visited your page just to see, you know, because sometimes I go to my friend's page just to see what's going on. Uh, and I was like, oh, shit, he's, he, he broke 700, right? And I remember the last time I checked, you were at, like, 200. So, like, did you have, like, very big growth? Like, what happened? Um, you know, um, did you do anything different? Like, Well, I was looking at my analytics because, yeah. you know, you got to be, a, you gotta be a, a, a nerd like that to be able to go ahead and, and make it happen. It's not just you know what's you know, crazy. Content. I never look at it. I never did either. It's really dumb. I'm, I'm. That's probably yeah. why my growth isn't that good, you know. But uh, I, I, I do kind of look at it sometimes. But also, like, I don't want to. I'm gonna make content no matter what, so I don't want to be discouraged by numbers. Which is like the people that I follow that are big on on social media that kind of like assist people in growing their brands and their channels and things like that they they're like never look at the numbers just try to make the content that you want to watch like if you would watch it yourself you just have to put it out there and people that are like you that want to watch stuff like that or that's who's going to watch you so I, I i don't really look at it that much but i think i should a little bit so keep going yeah so um i I, I actually I never had. Um, the only time I really look at, you know, uh, say like the the you know the, just the inner workings of my account is when I because I set all of my uh, videos to approve comments. So then because it, it gives me time uh, not to be able to just filter out you know the the spam comments because there's always spam that that people want to go ahead and put on there. But it gives me time to be able to respond individually to each person that has taken the time to go to my video check it out and actually respond because i, I want to be able to be personal with my videos um yeah. i don't want to feel like i'm just pandering to the masses i want people to come to my you know uh my channel give it that personal touch you know like you do yeah. and you know be able to go ahead and and if they comment you know give them a nice response you know like a concise response even if it's yeah. just you know they're they're being critical of my channel like oh my gosh why did you yeah. do this you know yeah. and I, I i'm okay with that i'm okay with constructive criticism uh I, you know i even I, I like the haters too because you know like like they say negative publicity and positive publicity is double publicity yeah. you know so it, it is what it is and uh i mean these things happen the the growth on my channel that i saw and, and the difference between then and now that you said from 200 to 700 um i noticed that say um at the beginning, my videos, I think it would be every other month that I would have a video that would hit a thousand yeah. or more. And I noticed that with the jump, um, especially, you know, before Blade Show, from Blade Show to now, um, I'm starting to hit videos every month that are that are over a thousand views, over a thousand, views, you know, or I'm getting, you know, that that many views a month. So and and I, with at least one video so it's it's more traffic that's coming over and it's more unique traffic it's not like just the same person coming by and doing it you know it's not me getting on alternate accounts looking at it and liking it you know and stuff like that because there's people that are like that and i'm not gonna 
have you um while we're on the topic have you because you know the whole kappa thing on youtube has started right and you have to brand your videos whether it's made for kids or not yeah uh i don't know how bad of a strike or if you get a warning if you don't do it but since i am under 160 videos as of right now i i literally changed all my videos to not for not made for kids and it is and i'm telling you right now once i did that like my view count has been much much less um uh what i've i've noticed and it uh a big jump in the quality of the comments. So I know that the people that do watch my stuff absolutely love it because they leave completely meaningful stuff. Uh, th- there have been more uh, people reaching out to me. Like I had a kid reach out to me the other day and I, it was it was from an Instagram account that I didn't know. And he was like, hey, listen, my dad is a very big fan of your YouTube channel and he wants to send you a knife. Like what address should he send it to? So this is like a dude that doesn't really do social media had his son message me this (laughs) this kind of this kind of like stuff like that has been happening more and more right but i have been seeing less viewers and uh i don't know i just got ahead of it because i don't want to go through this year and not worry about it and then all of a sudden youtube is like yo we're taking channels down who haven't done it this year because you know, I'm not I'm not saying it's the YouTube apocalypse again. Like I talked about this with Mr. Old Man, the COPPA thing. Have you changed it or? Uh, I haven't gone back to change it, uh, but but that is something that I'm I'm looking a lot into. Uh, what the new for, ones? Uh, well, no, the new ones I am. I'm using the new yeah. format. Uh, I have noticed that there is a drop in overall viewer, uh, you know, count. But at at the end of the day, um, it's. In in all honesty, I don't like the fact that they're doing that because I mean, for a kid to be able to find my stuff, like that's the I mean, he deserves to to watch my videos yeah. if that, if he's gonna go in and and check it out and I mean, he's not gonna be able to go into a knife store and buy a knife or, or buy a gun or anything either, you know. But one thing that I have done with my my past videos just to make sure that there aren't any strikes on my account or uh, anything that was uh, firearms related. Yeah, you put that. Uh- I did change. How about the knife thing? Uh, moving forward from the time that I got the email where they changed their terms and conditions and they introduced the, the whole cabinet okay. thing, I, I started to do that. Um, basically, I went back and did it one by one. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but I, luckily for me, like I was looking at like Zach and JT and these guys have so many – Metal Complex. Can you imagine Metal Complex, how many videos he puts out per day if he has to go it's all not- the way back? And there's no mega switch that's going to do it. You have to go through YouTube Studio and you have to do it one by one. Like I literally have tweeted YouTube. I've tagged them. I've done like everything. I've tried to email. Like, you know, there's no answer. You have to just go do it. Yeah. So it's it's tough. It's tough. And I mean, say you're, you're a channel with, you know, I don't know, 300 videos, yeah. even just 300, because there's that's people a with lot a lot more, more, you know, at three minutes per video to do that i mean that's no no that's about right i would say it's about a minute and a half to three depending on where connection and all that because you got to wait for it to load you got to switch over to the next tab you got to select the drop down and it's 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 kind of a it's kind of a bummer man no it's it's a pain and and the thing is um they're what they do is as a result if i'm not mistaken they they don't allow certain companies to advertise on your videos and 
Um, if it's uh, specifically made for kids and you choose that it's made for kids, uh, they no longer monetize those videos because I don't know if you've seen it, but some of the biggest money makers on YouTube are like these channels with kids that uh, it's just kids that are playing with like toys. Yeah. And also, also adults that make kids content kind of like freak me out a little bit. Yeah. You yeah. That's I mean? kind of weird. It's kind of like dark web yeah. style stuff. Yeah. I mean, look, I just want to talk. I just want to look at knives and make dick and fart jokes. I mean, that's that's really what my channel is becoming. I'm becoming that person. And like, that's all I want to do. So I know that I'm going to curse. I'm going to like yeah. do all this stuff. I But, you know, I'm scared. What if I say baby shark in one of my videos and it gets suggested <laughs> to a little kid and he's like, mommy, what is a fish ball? You know what I mean? Like, so, you know. You know, yeah. You know, it's like a kid is like eight CR thirteen MOV. They're like, what the fuck? So you know, I I do I I did change it. Um, uh, I was gonna oh yeah, so I was gonna talk about growth a little bit because I you know Neves Knives is a new channel that like basically like really kicked ass last year, yeah, and I cool. was the first person to comment on their video. They said this on my podcast. I saw them. I don't even know how I got to their content. I think they were commenting on my videos. I watched one of their videos. It was a Tucson one, I think, and I said, you guys, if you keep doing this, you're going to get bigger because I, I knew it already. I knew it already. I was like, you have a very attractive young couple, very into knives, good banter. There's no way that people aren't going to be into them, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I asked them a little bit about what they did in terms of channel growth, and they, she, they said Metal Complex helped them a lot. They would hang out in his lives, and he would always be like, you know, um, follow Neves Knives. So, <laughs> bro, part of the content strategy for 2020 is to go into some lives. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, would just yeah, pop, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would just pop into everybody's life and just shake things up. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's about, it's about really being around and really yeah. contributing. Like I, I think we talked about it in the last video uh, with Zach stuff, like mm -hmm. that dude is freaking everywhere, man. I, I have a feeling there's like a team of clones of like Zach's clones and they're all, they're commenting on all the videos and all the Instagram posts. He, he posts and he responds to every story that I put on Instagram. It's crazy. Bro. But and he's such a cool cat and he's I can't wait so, to meet him. So, so nice, nice, bro. I'm I mean, gonna meet him right now. At, at, uh, Vegas. He, he gives me like little, you know, like like keep it 100 or fire on like my Instagram stories on almost every single one. Yeah. Even Kelly's Instagram stories with me in it, he'll be like, you know, like confetti, like party, whatever. You know what I mean? The emoji. Like he's doing that. He's always commenting on my podcast. I don't. I mean, I asked him how he does it. And he's like, I just add to watch later and I just watch it whenever I can. I'm like, holy shit, dude. That's, That's awesome. so crazy. Yeah. Uh, back to SHOT Show now since we uh, sort of went off the rails with the YouTube stuff, which I love to do. I, I love to do. I did it with Blade Banter. I did it with um, Neves Knives. We talked about YouTube a whole lot. Uh, but back to SHOT Show, do you have, oh, uh, first of all, I wanted to ask, are you and the Outer Limitless channel, are you guys pairing up again? Are you doing it separately? Like, what's going on? We are. We are. Uh, we're we're going to do this again. Um, <clears throat> we're, we're kind of trying to work on, on polishing our format a little bit more. There's a lot of feedback that we got from the videos that we had. Like, as an example, um, we had close to four. I have, at least on my end, about 39, almost 40 videos, okay. uh, you know, from stuff that, that we did over at Blade Show. And one thing that always stuck out, and, and it was one person that commented 
And I really appreciate it because it meant that that person watched a few videos. He's like, hey, guys, your content is awesome. I really appreciate the fact that you looked at, at different things outside of just knives. But your intro is the same on every single one. Can you kind of maybe, you know, like. You know what? I was thinking the same thing and I forgot. Hey there, everybody. This is Eric from Outer Limitless. And it's Carlos from Daily Carry Solutions. Yeah. Just a, you know what? Just a slight change. Tell His name is Eric, right? Just tell Eric to take a clip mm -hmm. of uh, like, you know, an interesting clip of the video. Like, it could be in the middle, it could be at the end, or whatever, and just put it in the beginning. That's how big YouTubers do it. They'll, like, this podcast, for example, will take a funny bit. Like, maybe me, you know, trying to get into SHOT Show and them asking where my parents are. Maybe that'll be the beginning. <laughs> of the I'm going to yeah, start yeah. doing that. That is a strategy that all of these YouTube gurus tell you to do, is have a clip in the beginning so the person, as soon as they click on the video, they're watching something right away. I think that will help a lot. I do like the little intro thing. But put that at the very beginning. You yeah, know what I'm just like a brief synopsis that engages yes. the viewers so that they're like, okay, this is something I want to watch. Or not yeah. swipe right. Or, or yeah. let's say you're talking to a Maxpedition guy and you guys are looking at a bag. Just have like a maybe one to three sentences or whatever. And then people are like, oh, shit, this is dope. I'm going to check out. I, want, I always wanted to check out that bag or, or something like that. Um, that Yeah, that is that is a really, really good comment, actually. Yeah. That's why I really appreciate and, and that's why I hold my comments because I like to read every comment that comes in so I can, you know, either say, hey, thanks for checking out the video and, and comment a little bit about, you know, maybe a question that they had and an answer or, you know, something like that and take it into feedback. And and to the person who left that, I, I mean, I I really appreciate that. You know, that's something that, you know, I, I, I've spoke to, spoken to him about um, and, and I feel that that's something that I'm going to be able to go ahead and take with me and it's going to help contribute to the success of the channel overall aside from that there's there's videos where i obviously am like i'm going to know a little bit more in you know as far as material that we are going to be looking at like say for example um you know i'm a firearm guy you know mm -hmm. so when it comes to to guns and that sort of thing in fact how many guns do you have several like what's several like 20 like mine, 30? i have one right now it, and just Looks I'll, I'll fire bro I'll unload it so that fresh everybody too, with, the, with the, the little red, you know. Yo. So this is my uh, my Springfield XDS. Yep. It's the mod two. Uh, it's a it's uh, my 45 caliber. Uh, so it's got it's got the big old stubby boys. Yeah. Um, this was actually in my something my like that cost. Uh, it varies. It varies through yeah. the year. How much did yours cost? Okay. Um, mine was about uh, I want to say 350. Okay. Uh, about the price of, say, like, you know, you want to buy a Sabenza? Well, this is my Sabenza. That's that <laughs> partnership at the firm money, yo. That's what that is, bro. That is, <laughs> don't, don't, don't tell my girlfriend. You know, I didn't, I didn't um, make it. No, it I, looks, it looks fr like, it's funny that, uh, I forgot who asked me if, if I was into, like, firearms. And they're like, you're probably not because you're in New York City. But I, I was like, you know what, if I live somewhere else, I don't see why I wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? I I think they're cool. I don't have any any uh like uh, opinion on them yet. Like mm -hmm. I I think they look cool. I think they're cool. Yeah. I I I fired only a rifle when I was a kid in the Philippines, like shooting bottles and shit with my dad. Um, and I like that. I was five, but I'm I'm pretty sure I like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Um, what were we talking about before this? 
It's my ADHD. I forgot what you were talking about. <laughs> no, no, no. I asked, I'm just going with it, man. I'm just yeah. Going. <laughs> I asked you something, and so, then we got up to the guns. Oh yeah. Well, um, what we were talking about was video content. Um, okay, gotcha. That there were certain things that I know a little bit more about, which is why I talked about you know the firearms and stuff like that. And then there are certain things that Eric knows uh, you know a lot more about, like um, and and we're gonna be doing. Uh, things where he takes point on certain videos and he talks a little bit more in front of the camera. I, I, I actually like his videos a lot because he gets in front of his own videos and, and he talks a bit and, you know, he has, he has like, I really enjoyed his videos and just the the manner in which he talks. And he has almost like, it's, it's a confidence that comes from, you know, real time, use of this equipment he goes out and he camps and he's a bush know, crafty guy right yeah he's an he's an outdoorsman i, I checked out his channel yeah he's a, and and let me tell you his channel is only a small portion of of who he really is as a person i got to really get to you know i, I got to know him as a person and he's a renaissance man he's he's a musician he's he's wicked on the drums he does the guitar he, he he's part of a band he's a wedding photographer he has a full-time job. He has a wife and kids and a dog. And I mean, and he somehow finds time to be able to do like his videos and his production is fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, he, you know, I'm fortunate to know somebody like him. And aside from that, he's he's so humble. You know, how did you two link up? I found his uh, YouTube channel because I was searching for fixed blade knives. Um, I had gone to Blade Show one year and I picked up an Ontario Rat number three. It's the fixed blade Ontario Rat knife because there's the Ontario Rat one, which is the folder. It's the larger folder. Yep. And then there's the two, the slightly smaller. And then there's the three, the four and stuff. And it's kind of like the SE series. There's the three, the four and such. And uh, I picked the, the, up the Rat 3. I got it for like a really good deal. And um, it came with, you know, my car to handles and, and 1095 high carbon steel. And I wanted to learn a little bit more about fixed blades. But aside from that, I wanted to learn a little bit more about K-Bar knives because um, K-Bar had sponsored a silent auction that I had done at my job. Um, there was a couple of other companies, but one of them was K-Bar. And um, I knew that they had made, you know, really good high quality knives. They have this guy named Ethan Becker, who was like old school, but I mean, you talk to him and he's like, he's like the Yoda of like the fixed blade world. He's crazy. And he's old like Yoda too. So it's kind of funny. But, um, you know, so I started watching his videos and, and there was one that I saw where Eric he takes he's like i've got five knives here in front of me and i'm gonna take them and i'm gonna thump on them and i mean the guy goes in <laughs> yeah and it's i mean he has this really nice like spiderco knife and he's like i'm probably gonna hate myself when this video is over but i don't care i'm gonna thump on this freaking spiderco fixed blade and it was beautiful i mean you know the satin finish on the blade it was one of those that it's like somebody would buy and they would hold it because it would probably get discontinued and then they would sell for like three times the amount and he gets it and he just destroys wood and all of this other stuff he would literally try to break it but doing stuff that he would do in the outdoors with that i mean different other fixed blades learning how to um you know, uh, to use fire steels and flint steels, talking about bags and packs. And I just, I, I, I really liked his videos. It was one of the few channels outside of like comic book 
you know, review things because I'm yeah. I'm a big comic book guy. Um, yeah. And that that I would watch from beginning to end because I would listen to what he would say. He would narrate it really well at the beginning, and then he you would see the action and stuff, and then the results. He would talk about it, how it felt in his hand, you know, if it left any blisters, you know, how bad that you know the blade was mangled up. You know how long he was, you know, able to thump on some, something without having to readjust his grip and and fix it again. If there were any hot spots, a lot of things that translate into the folding knife community, you know, like hot spots and yeah. you know, like feeling cup. So I'm like, man, this is and, and you know, so I, I I engaged with him a little bit and I I would we we exchanged emails and I told him a little bit about you know what I was you know into and stuff and he's like, oh well, you know, maybe you should consider uh you know uh starting a channel one day and you know i kind of like kept it in the back of my mind and then one day it just kind of eventually started and he was like the catalyst that started that that's know? awesome um, that's amazing so, yeah. man yeah and, and then you guys day, just got to talking about blade show and he was like hey why don't you yeah i mean to this day like we we still we i mean i just got off the phone maybe about 20 minutes before you know this whole started and um we've you know we we, we just stayed in contact we've um exchanged products and stuff to review like i've bought stuff from him we've traded stuff he's bought stuff from me um he came to to, to blade show and that was something that we had been talking about a lot you know about eventually meeting up and eventually maybe, you know, checking out, you know, one of these trade shows and stuff. And he's like, how about if I, you know, I bring some of my equipment and we go down, you know, to Blade Show and, and you know, you can show me around and, and and you know, we can we can do something like that. So I'm like, yeah, OK, cool. You know, whatever. Because, you know, you hear a lot of people say that and you're like, oh, yeah, he's talking shit. He ain't going to do nothing. Yeah, like like me, bro. Yeah, I'm coming to Blade, son. And I just like. <laughs> You guys it's just draw me in. The, you draw me in the picture, <laughs> like yo, Ray was at the pit. <laughs> no, I'm gonna be the guy with like the the sign that uh, the little the the popsicle stick that has like your face. And every time there's like a picture opportunity, I'll take a picture with somebody, yeah. and I'll be like, hey, can you take another one? And I'll be like, <laughs> you know, it'll be you. You know, you'll be like, <laughs> yo. Before I I'll forget, right? I'm looking in your uh, area right now, and I see this fresh ass box in the back. That's fucking Yobo tools, bro. Yes. Yo, they have the freshest box in the industry. However, however, the knives for me, it's like I I think they have like still a lot of catching up to do. I do love the presentation and they're very, very, very nice. You know, they, they sent me some stuff too. Look at that box, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That box it, it is, is it's so really nice. fresh, bro. It's not nice. that box is so fr it's not the it's not the um the squishy like cardboard either. It's nice, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um it's funny, I mean these are Chinese made knives. Mm -hmm. Um say what you want about about Chinese companies. Uh I, I tend to think differently, much differently, you know. Yeah, me the, too. Uh, I, I like but, a lot of this stuff. Um, from yeah. Uh say what you want, but their presentation is always on point. I mean, you know, you got like like Kaiser, for example, has fresh, fresh, bro. They're yeah. new, they're new. Yeah, I was gonna, I was just gonna mention that they're new, like little cases. Yeah, man. I'll put my glasses in fresh, there, man. Fresh, Those things bro. are awesome. So fresh. Uh, what'd you carry today, man? Uh, I, I'm still, I'm still carrying it, actually. Yeah. Um, this is the 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 best Tech Tech cell. I'm still carrying. I won this. that. You yes. won that. 
Yeah, you know, people will use something and then it's like, oh, you know, I'm 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 over and done with it. Go to the next thing. But I actually I really like yeah this blade. What what you got? I've see. got the uh, Steel Will Sargus. Uh, Jake from JKLM Ohio on Instagram sent this to me. Dude, the guy was like, "Hey man, it just came in the mail. I'm gonna send it to you tomorrow." Like he didn't even carry it, bro. <laughs> and I'm just like, "Thank you, dude. Uh, I really like it. It's kind of like the Shala if you've ever um." used that before mm -hmm. you know pretty much the same thing just different uh, uh just a different blade shape same steel the g10 is like so similar bro it's just a different shape pretty cool but you said you had some other cool stuff you wanted to show me what's going on with that yeah. dude so before i show you that i was going to tell you one of the companies that i am going to see at shot show and to be you know to get ready for for that is uh, steel will so yes. I, I am going to see them. Um, I don't think that I had specifically reached out to them and that they confirmed, but they are tentatively, they're on my schedule. I'm going to like, there are a lot of companies that I'm going to go see and a lot of them are going to be flashlight companies and knife companies and stuff like that. Um, and, and a lot have actually confirmed. I don't want to let everything, you know, out of the bag just, just yet. Yeah. Yeah. But, but expect you know, uh, yeah. Spyderco, um, I, I am going to stop by CRKT. Um, I'm going to see... Wee is going to be there. We Civivi. We and Civivi, I'm definitely going to be there. In fact, they contacted me, like, to, to be a part of that. And uh, I'm actually going to check out, you know, Artisan Cutlery. This oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to check like out. That's um, funny that you mentioned them, because I have a funny story to tell you guys. I was trying, as you know, I don't make a lot of money right now, and the Apex Pass Around group is keeping the channel of, afloat with knife content, and I've been really good at not buying knives, saving money, you know, that way I can take my girl out on a date once a week so I don't become single, right? Smart man. Smart. And um, the only two knives that I have bought since the release of the Civivi Elementum, okay, that's the last time I bought a knife. I bought one knife from Mikkel Willemsen, the red E folder, because there's no videos on that. Very and that set something up for us with the group, right? <coughs> Get that this week. I ordered that. Nice. And, then, and then I saw my boy, Daily Carry Solutions, post an Instagram story of the Artisan Cutlery Archaeos being on sale. I wanted a small Archaeo, but they weren't the regular ones. They were the brass and copper ones. So idea, light bulb flashed up on top of my head. And I was like, listen, I'm going to get the copper one. Going to take a copper picture for the gram, right? <laughs> you know, all, all my other copper stuff. Um, and also, I kind of, you know, Artisan Cutlery sent me a small Archeo way back to review. I never reviewed it. I mean, <laughs> as a content creator, that is probably the worst <laughs> thing you can do. Oh, but at the at, at the time, I mean, I put it in a lot of videos. It it definitely got a lot of press time, mm -hmm. pictures, stories. I put it in a lot of podcasts. I, I unboxed with it. I did a lot of stuff with it. I just didn't do a full review because at the time, I wasn't sure if I was going to do reviews anymore. I was not sure. I just started podcasting. I fell in love with the, with the format, and I love podcasting now. Um, now that I've figured out like how to fit that into my weekly schedule, right? Yeah. Like so much time has passed. And in that $50 arena, right? Of, of that $50 budget knife arena, there's so many things that came out after the small RKO that I felt like it wouldn't even be fair for me to just point out like some of the flaws 
because at that time, I think when it was fresh, like it was it was sick for that time. You know what I mean? When it came out, which is like sometime last year, uh, I'm going to do a comparison with that copper one. So thank you for putting that stories up because I didn't get it yet, though. You got it. You got it. Where is it? It's right here, man. I, and and I was so tempted to open it, but I'm like, man, you know what? I'm going to save it for the video. Uh, I didn't want to open it yet. I did take it out of the box, as you can yeah. see. I mean, it's not yeah. in the box, but um, I, I, I saw it. And I was dying. I wanted to get the Arkeo, uh, the original one, um, the small version, but I wanted the one with the, 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 the contoured scales. I didn't want them with, like, the flat G10 because you can get it one of two ways. They had the flat G10 scales, and then they have some that the were kind of one. Yes, yeah. I that, got the rounder one. one. Yeah. Okay, that one's yep. really nice. Yeah. I do like um, it. I do like it. Yeah. I, I, I thought that in that realm, those specs, you know, D2 blade, uh, that size, I thought it was going to be king. And then uh, one of my viewers sent me the fucking Detsy VV prototype, the Odium. Dude, that is a killer, <laughs> bro. The Ferrum yeah. Forge one. After that, I, that's when I was like, I can't do a review of this because I don't. The Odium isn't even out yet. Yeah. And yeah. I did a review of that. So it's kind of like I didn't want to compare the two. But with the copper one, with the brass, the copper one that I'm getting and this one, I'm going to do a big feature on it. Sorry, Artisan Cutlery. Thank you for, you know, thank you for sending me this. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's funny you mentioned that because I got this for, for two reasons. Number one, like I said, I always wanted a, a, a smaller KO and they didn't really have the one that I wanted. And number two, um, I've, I've, I've been friends with with dylan uh mallory the one that that actually designed the knife um for a little while already um we officially met at blade show i got to hang out with him at the pit he was from like, georgia huh yes he's yeah he's 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 from georgia and um this year actually in january he celebrated his first anniversary of, of his first production folder coming out which was the archaeo with with um artisan cutlery so I said, man, you know, I, uh, I'm, I'm cool with this kid. And, and we've been talking about his knives. All, all the people I know have them because mm -hmm. you teased, I think it was the Centros, I think, that, that, that you had. I think you have the carbon fiber one or, or something. And I'm like, man, like, I don't have a single knife of this kid's, man. <laughs> like, I felt so bad. Yeah. So I actually, um, I went onto uh, our website and they had a sale on the Centros. And I picked up uh, the gray G10 version. Mm -hmm. I'm like, awesome. Okay. It's a little big. It's not really what I like to carry, but I figured, okay, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to carry that one. So, I'll, you know, I'll try it out. And I like it. I surprisingly, it, it I like it a lot. And then, uh, is that the one with the, the, the kind of like roundish flipper tab? Is that no the uh, the arcade? Oh, is... that one, that one, uh, the yeah. thumb stutter. Okay. I, I did, yeah. I did, uh, I did do a thing on that. Yep. This I one. did like that one. I like it I, a lot more than I thought. I like this guy's knives, man. I, yeah. I like him. I like him. Yeah, uh, for sure. Like, I, I'm excited to see what, what he does. He has, like, similar shapes, kind of uh, spear-like almost, you know, very, like, nice profile slim. Exactly what I want, you know? So yeah. I do like his stuff a lot. They're uniquely his. Like, yes. you can tell when they're his. I like his logo. It's that M. Mm -hmm. It kind of, you know, it's it's just, you know when it's a Dylan Mallory design, you know? And he has the good name for it and everything. It's like, you know, it's, it's, it's the Ken Onion. And then there's the Dylan Mallory, you know, yeah, the O Stop Hell. Uh, so, to it, man. so there's a nice ring to it, yeah. And he's, he's super humble. And I, I told myself, you know what? 
okay, so I have that one for everyday carry and, you know, but I, I, I work in an office, you know, so I'd like to get something that I can use in the office. And I, I, I shit you not, man. Um, the, that morning, I think it was maybe that, that when I had posted about the knife that morning, um, Smoky Mountain Knife Works. Shameless right, plug right. for these people because they don't pay me for this crap. Um, Smoky Mountain Knife Works, they had sent me something say, hey, uh, subscribe to our, you know, um, our mailing list via text and we'll send you like a $5 off coupon for something, you know, that's over $49.99. How do you so, guys... Oh, it, it's just like from the email like that you sign up with when you yeah. join their stuff. I thought it was like some creator thing. Like nobody sends me anything. <laughs> You well, know, Zach is like, hey, Smoky Knife Works reached out to me and sent me 10 knives to review. I'm like, how the fuck do you guys do this? I don't know how you know? they do that. I'm not, I'm not that Dude. cool. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah. And it, 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 Zach, this is how this is how nice of a person Zach is. He said, I tried to send them back. <laughs> and they said to just keep it. So I gave it away to all my viewers. I'm like, Dude. yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> I wish I could give all my stuff away and then just keep getting new stuff. But like you, yeah. you know, I'm, I got to work for the things that I got. So I got that, you know, that, um, a notification, I signed up, got the five bucks, whatever. And no sooner had I done that, did, um, uh, Dylan post, Hey, they have exclusive brass and copper RKOs on Smoky Mountain Knife Works. I'm like, holy crap. I just signed up for this. Let me go ahead and check it out. They were $49.99. And I got it. And the and the stupid coupon works for anything over $50. So what did I do? I bought like a four-pack of like polishing cloths for like a dollar ninety-nine, like these things. Yeah. And I ended up they ship priority. So it was basically, you know, saving like five bucks off of the shipping. But it actually got here today, and this is actually what it looks oh, like. Right here. That's the brass one. Yeah, it's Ooh, the brass that is one. Beautiful, man. It is really nice. Oh. Um, it feels really good in the hand. Yeah. Uh, I love the blade shape. I mean, it's just it's 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 I, really I absolutely like, love it, man. I love the shape of this the RKO and the small RKO. And it's not it's not a big knife. It's not a big knife per se. I mean, look, this just so you can see the difference between the Centros and uh, you know the Arkeo. There's yeah. a big That's difference. That's my boy right there. The Knives up, baby. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, everybody so, does it this way. I always yeah. No, no, no. Just show only one tips. way to go, but up. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, tips up. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I like it because it's it's um, two designs that are very similar in aesthetics yeah. but you have his flip the flipper design for people that like the flipper and it's ambidextrous so whether you're you're a righty or a lefty you can carry this um it's a liner lock but i mean it's going to be sturdy you got freaking brass you know or, or copper uh, uh scales on this thing so you got brass or copper uh, i got brass but it comes in either brass or copper and i'm gonna and this is the only time you're probably gonna see it look like this because i'm gonna patina this yeah. And what happens? What What's going to happen? Like what kind of changes? OK, Um. so you Does it become you know, like more of a brown or is it like more of because no, I've seen a lot of metals patina because I, I, I worked in the jewelry industry for a long time and I okay. also made furniture. So okay. like patina is kind of like a thing you use acids or some kind of corrosive material to change it's, the color. 
it's um it, it's kind of a twofold type of thing. Number one, it, it changes like the composition of of the the um, the metal or, or you know the the material. It it ox it, it's kind of like like an oxidation you know, or something. It's kind of like an it, yes. but it's not because what you're basically doing is it's creating a protection on the uh, on the material to resist corrosion. So in reality, like for example, people that buy. Um, there's a reason why, for example, um, fixed blades have, um, they're usually in 1095 high carbon steel. When you hear high carbon steel, it's because of the fact that um, when you have that blade coating on the steel, it's not just for, for looks, it's to be able to resist corrosion on that steel. So mm -hmm. what people sometimes do, they strip that coating off. So it's just the steel. The only problem is it's bare and it's not like stainless steel where it has the chromium and, and, and other, you know, um, uh, elements necessary in the steel to be able to go ahead and resist corrosion. So what they do is they force a, pat a patina on it. And right. then what you do is you put, um, you use a, um, you, you basically force um, a, a protective coating on the actual steel. It'll darken sometimes when it's something like copper or brass or something like that. It'll turn a different color. Like I've seen, um, uh, some of, of the, like the different scales and stuff that when they're patinaed, uh, they'll, some will get dark, like, uh, and some will get almost like a different color. Like I've seen like a turquoise ish kind of uh, color come out on it. And then what you do is once it's been completely, you know, the, the patina has really set, um, they'll get like a clear, like a lacquer or something like that, or like a, a clear coat and then they'll coat the top coat the so that it'll stay that it, way. So it'll stay that way. But Whoa. what it does is it creates a protective layer over, yeah. you know, whether what it's kind like, of colors you, know, you see, like when you do that on, on brass, I mean, like for this guy, yeah. what are you expecting? Um, you know, it's, it's the first time I have actually ever done that. Uh, I, I've actually ever done this and I've only ever seen it done on copper. Uh, I've never seen it done on brass. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if I just hold it like this, the oils from my hand, right, are right. Darken I was gonna, it. I was gonna yeah. mention that. Yeah, because I, 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 the first copper thing that I bought was the um, mini Natrix or whatever, the small yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I have that, well, and I have like an Olight, like really small flashlight that has definitely seen, you know, some patina on it. Um, that's pretty like cool, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's getting rusted. A little bit of the Filipino oils from the pork belly is just rubbing <laughs> on, you know, the lechon sauce or whatever. There you um, go. Lechon, what's up? Fucking, uh, what was it going to ask? Um, you, you, you had some other cool stuff to show me or? I do, I do. Um, I actually just put a video up of this guy. Uh, this is a Kaiser knife. Yes, I remember. I saw yeah. the, I the picture. So I, I picked this guy up. Fire. Yeah. from so nice. this is from way of knife and edc gearhouse um they have an exclusive with kaiser to be able to obtain uh the mini sheepdog with g10 scales it does have liners but it has s35 vn steel okay um so basically uh they get it's it's a jade version of this knife and you buy it and what they will do is they will customize it so that you have uh, basically whatever you want. They will dye the steel. Uh, I, I'm sorry. They will um, acid blast the steel. They will. Um, they they you know they'll dye the G10. Um, they have a new pocket clip. They'll do a bunch of stuff. And this was my personal one.
We had some technical difficulties. You know what I'm saying? Bronx. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. It, that, no, 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 no. It was me. Uh, I, I, you know, I, they, they shut off my internet for a second. I had to pay my bill. You know, <laughs> it is what it is. You buy knives, you don't have yeah. money. The cable it gets bill. tough. He had to, he had to sell us Savenza so he could pay the bill. Times is um, rough. Bro. Yeah. So yeah. you were talking about the Kaiser Mini Sheepdog. It's an exclusive. Yes. Uh, this is the uh, Way of Knife uh, and EDC Gearhouse exclusive uh, Kaiser Mini Sheepdog. I had done a review in the past, and you know, feel free to go ahead and check out that uh, that video. Shameless promotion of the Mini Sheepdog in titanium. Uh, I love and the I Mini Sheepdog. It. Okay, uh, it's a cool little knife. Um, uh, the the concept, the people that made it are probably going to be at Shop Show. It's uh, Sheepdog Knives, and um, I liked it a lot. But I'm not really that big of a fan of titanium. Um, I like G10. I just I, I I don't know. I don't know why. It just happens to be that I like this style. You know, that tactile kind of G10, and uh, they they announced that they were going to come out with this version, um, which is different from the the standard like the Vanguard versions, which is like the value line that Kaiser has. In that um, they have G10, but then it's like 154 cm steel. It's How not bad. Um, usually the, those are like about in the 50 to 60 range. This one was 118, and the yeah. reason why it was 118 is because um, they they came out with an exclusive to the their website uh, a jade uh, you know scales and S35 VN steel. Wow. So it's um it's kind of like the best of both worlds. It's like you know the handle it still has the liners and everything like that. Uh, it has G10. It's it's jade G10, and then um, it has the S35 VN steel blade, and then it has an exclusive clip. You can see that has the uh, the EDC Gearhouse uh, logo, you know, or way of life uh, MI. And uh, what they do is for a little bit extra money, they will um, they'll anodize you know uh, certain parts. They'll acid wash like the blade and then the clip, or they'll they'll dye the um, the scales different colors. So what I wanted them to do is just something different. I wanted them to do like a fade a faded dye. So <clears throat> I had the bottom part uh, dyed in like a yellow type of color, and then the top uh, in like a navy blue color. So it's it, looks it has that dope. kind of dye. Yeah, mm -hmm. man. Yeah. So I did that, and then I did like the pivot collar right there in like that yellow and i had them um anodize the uh the the, the pivot uh in kind of like a goldish kind of color and they also did the standoffs and the screws in that gold but Does that cost extra or is that it, it does it does um but if you buy any of the knives that you want them to uh to mod uh from them it's it's whatever the cost would normally be minus 30 percent so they give you uh, a 30% discount for doing that if you buy the knives through them. And this is an exclusive through them, so it's like you were going to get it cheaper than normal anyways. So um, the only things that I told them not to touch was the clip that they added, I had them keep it just the standard color. And the knife, I had them keep it just a standard color. I didn't have them put a mirror edge or anything like that. I have a KME and I have a Spyderco Sharp Maker, and I'm going to use this knife. So all that cool, the copper wash and the, and the black wash and stuff, it's useless to me if I'm actually going to use this knife. 
you know, so I, I wanted to keep it just like that. And then the um, the pocket clip, I like how it shows just like that. And when it's in your pocket, it actually rides pretty low considering it's not a deep carry clip. And it's just that's just a standard unassuming, you know, pocket clip. I didn't want it to be any weird colors because I just I felt like if I'm just, if I'm going to wear it, you know, I, I just prefer it to be the same color as yeah. the blade. You know, it just it looked good like that for me. Uh, and I've seen a whole bunch of other ones like they they do all different types of colors. Uh, they do all different types of designs. If you check out their website, um, I mean, it's they have a lot of stuff on there. So they they were really cool. I paid for it. Um, initially, it was sold out. I wanted yeah. to buy this back in like November and they sold out. And then um, I had spoken to them around then. And I'm like, well, if it comes around, let me know. I'd be interested in getting one. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll let you know. And when you hear shit like that from a company, they're going to be like, yeah, whatever, bro. Like, I'm going to tell you out of the hundreds of people that inquire about this that, you know, hey, you know, we got a couple in stock. Do you want it now? Do you have money now? You know, so um, they actually did. And I'm like, oh, shoot. OK, so he told me he had he had four and there were two that were really good action. And then there were two that had a very light detent. And he's like, I can give you the, the one with the light detent at like a little bit of a discount. And he, but, but I would recommend you take one of the other, you know, the other two that's like really good action. And the action is really good. Yeah. You know? So I, I had the mods, you know, ordered. And the next day he got to work with them and he started sending me pictures of the work in progress on Instagram. That's crazy, bro. I mean, crazy. totally cool, totally down to earth, like people. And, you know, he showed me the finished product, you know, and I'm like, box it up, send it to me. And they put it in a priority box and they sent it to me and I got it. They sent it that morning on, on a Saturday and I got it that Monday. That's awesome. You know, like I ordered it that Friday night. They, they started modding it on Saturday. They were able to get it in the mail, you know, Saturday morning. And I mean, it was in my hands that Monday. I thought that that was super cool. So. That's awesome, man. When a company like goes above and beyond with the customer service, like I know I, I, I briefly touched on it that I bought that red E folder. Um, so this guy who was the contact there, right? He basic, so, so they send it to my old address. They have an American supplier who had it. Uh, you have to order through the, through email to get it right. But they had an American, a local supply place like shipping it. So I was going to get it actually today they shipped it to the wrong address so i i am assuming that a guy wherever what is it copenhagen i think is where they're located is yeah. is talking to ups they're emailing me i i've emailed with them back and forth like with the time difference and all that they yeah. were like oh give us your phone number we're gonna get the address changed and all this yo this guy was from a different time zone and hitting me up at the same time while working with ups and finally like they changed it and I'm just like, damn, dude. I can't believe they went through all that. That's hard. It is. It's, over not there. it's not easy. Yeah. But people, people, I mean, uh, there's a lack. I think nowadays is there. there's a lack of customer service and a lack of personalization, you know, uh, and, and to find a company that's willing to go the extra mile, like they're worth the, the spending the extra dollar on, in my opinion. And that's why... Um, Whenever I have good experience with a company, I'll make sure that people know about it. Like Way of Knife and EDC Gearhouse, great to deal with. DLT Trading, if you ever have to deal with them, great to deal with. They send their stuff quick, fast, and in a hurry. 
Uh, KnifeJoy, that's another one, and they accept PayPal, and they're really cool. They'll even do payment plans. So if like you're you're poor on the low, but you don't want to tell anybody, you like send them like you know the little the, your little PayPal payments and stuff like that. They'll yeah. put you on a plan, and they'll get you the knife that you want, so that you yeah. don't feel like you're breaking the bank. You that's know, awesome. Yeah, I gotta do that, yo. Breaking the bank. That should be my new podcast, son. <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Breaking yeah. the bank. So oh, I got do I... Yeah. Yeah, sure. Show it to me. Actually, I got one. Well, it's actually two. Now, okay. I, I got to okay. tell you this. This is, it comes with a little bit of a story. Uh, this okay. will be the last two knives. Yeah, it'll be the last two knives. Okay. I actually okay. have to leave it all that. Um, so Kaiser was the first company that I actually ever reviewed a knife for. Okay. And you mean um, they send it to you or? Yes. They sent me uh, my the the first knife I ever had sent to me to review for the for the channel was a Kaiser. It was an Azo design. Which one it was, was called, it? It was called the Basalt. Okay. okay. Um, not a lot of people know about it, but I it's think a I remember really nice that one. Knife. Yeah, it's my favorite knife. I have it to this day. I mean, I, like it's it's a great knife. Um, and you know, I I'm like, man, you know, like his designs for Kaiser are really, you know, good quality designs. He's come out with a bunch of different ones, and um, somebody reached out to me. It wasn't Azo, but <clears throat> somebody that he knows uh, reached out to me and was like, hey, um, are you interested in checking out a prototype from Kaiser? Because I know that you've dealt with them before. Uh, you, you, you've checked out some of their knives. You reviewed some of them. I see them on your Instagram. And I was like, okay, well, first off, who the hell are you? And what are you peddling? You know, yeah. like, well, what are you doing? Because if, if, if you got it, I want it, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. somebody comes to you and tells you that they've got a prototype, you know, from a company that you're, that you've dealt with in the past. You're like, okay, well, I'll listen in. So he's like, okay, give me your address and give me your phone number. And I was like, what? And he, and he just sent it to you? <laughs> and, and like, I was just kind of like, I, I was just standing there like. I know. What? Yeah, you, I, I give know? people my work address to ship stuff too. <laughs> if yeah, I don't know them. So, so I was being kind of weird about it. But, uh, you know, um, they're like, okay, it's in the mail. I get, Obviously, I gave them the info because, you know, I'm dumb. And, uh, you know, you got to trust everybody on the Internet. That's what Abraham Lincoln said, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I gave him my address and I gave him my phone number. They gave me the tracking. And then uh, lo and behold, about like a month later, this was like maybe two days after we had done our podcast. Yeah. Like a, a month after that, these knives came in. What? And so. Really? I have, I have two knives here. Oh. Okay. Juicy. They are from Kaiser. What? One is a flipper knife. Okay. Wait, so there's no pictures of this? You can't look this up anywhere. You can't find it anywhere. And you're sure it's okay for you to show this to me? I can't. Well, the person out of, you know, for the sake of anonymity told me, don't post a review of it yet. Yeah. Just, you know, look over the knives and let me know what you think of them. Uh, you know, they're like, he, he told me, what the, the the specs were gonna be and what it is um yeah and he's like for one of them which is this one mm -hmm. uh the flipper the um the detent ball uh is gonna be readjusted um you know during the final stages 
<clears throat> you know, if, if it ends up going into production. So he, the only thing that he told me was uh, the name of the knife. And uh, it's called the Assassin. Okay, awesome. Okay, so it's the Kaiser Assassin. Okay, you can't find this anywhere. Like I've tried to Google YouTube. Wow. I tried everywhere. It's like this is like, this is like, you, th these are ghost knives right here. It's like you That's see them, I'm but saying, they're not. Yo. Yeah. So breaking news. EDCCP. Breaking I gotta. News. I gotta. Good I gotta boy throw right down. now. Exactly. <laughs> I gotta. Crazy. I gotta throw it down hard for my boy. So yeah. this is one. This is the, uh, Ooh, the juicy. So you can see wow. it. Wow. It's it's nice. I mean, there's a couple of things that I would I would kind of change about it. Um, but if you well, you probably can't see it, but right here. Yeah, I see a little thing. Yeah. It says prototype. It doesn't oh, have the, the the model number or anything. It's just right next to the thumb hole, and then right under it, it says assassin, and then it has. Uh, what looks like it's kind of like a maker's mark right here underneath where it says prototype. Um, but it's a maker, uh, a maker's mark that I have never seen from Kaiser. So it's probably a new like designer that's working with them because they're working with a lot of new people. And um, so it's, it's, you know, it's like, a, it's, it's a brand new knife. Uh, I mean, it, I'll put it this way. It, it, you know, usually these will have model numbers the model number on this is P1 for prototype one. That's and crazy. the model number for this one, which is a front flipper, is P2. And it's, you know, that's uh, these are the knives. Wow. So he said you could show that one. Is that what he said? Or yeah, he said, you know, yeah, it's just um just don't not, review it. Yeah, not to post a review yeah. on my page just yet. Yeah. Um, he told me to just go ahead and look over the knives, you know, uh, use them and send him, you know, my feedback. What wow. I thought. I don't have any of this happening. It's weird, man. I And, and you know and, what's and, fucked up? The only <laughs> company who actually asked me to review a knife, I didn't fucking review it, dude. It's artisan cutlery. That's why when I get that copper shit, I'm going to do like crazy cinematic you know, and I'm going to like say like, I'm sorry, I didn't review the thing, but you know, <laughs> the whole crazy thing on it. Cause that's why they hit me up. Yeah. They were like, you know, your small archaic review for the titanium version. Like I, I, the guy was like, I actually watched it and it was like really good. I'm like, yeah, dude, that looks so freaking cool. I mean, it's like, okay. So like just judging from the way the knives look, they look cool. Right. But what's really cool is like what the process that you got them. It's kind yeah, of like I an exciting thing for you right now, you know? Yeah. Um, it, to me, it, it's funny because when I look at the knife like this, it reminds me of a speedboat. A little bit. Yeah, now that a you say boat, that. Uh -huh. You know? A little bit, so, yeah. Um, it's got like a, a different style of blade to it. Uh, if you look, it kind of like sweeps up like this, kind of yeah. like a scimitar yeah. uh, type of thing. And it's got the thumb hole, but you can open it. Obviously, this is the front flipper, so you can open it, you know, like a front flipper. So it's same, same blade shape on both? Yeah. Dude, I love... You know what's crazy? It's like, I love front flippers, man. I know some people are like, no, I don't like it. Like, I actually love front flippers. I love yeah. them. Yeah. I like this one a lot. And and the, the, the weird thing about this is that you can use the front flipper or yeah. you can use the thumb hole. And I mean, it's it's dialed in very very nicely. Like it's it's wow. pretty awesome. So I'll tell you what. Um, when he gives me the okay to do the review, I'll send you the front flipper. 
Yes. So that you can check out. Okay. That way, that way you got a little something. You Word. Know, yeah, you know, that's what too, I'm talking right? about. Because I was going to ask you, right? What, yeah. um, do you have any pass around, Apex pass around knives on you right now? I like, do. What's, what's the, what's, pick one and what's the, what's the one that you like the most right now from the Apex okay. that you have right now? There's one that the review is going to go live soon. Um, yep. it's the, it's the Kunwu Knives Orion. It's oh, this guy. Oh, right you motherfucker. You are the one that has it. Yes. Oh. I just got it. I just oh. got it. Um, it's, uh, um, that's the Kickstarter one, right? Yes. Stasa sent it to me. And okay. Stasa 23. And yep. I got to tell you, um, um, and I, I, I liked it enough to where like I, I put I, I put a message on the pass around like the, you know yeah. the group. I'm like guys, just an FYI, this knife is dope. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Really Dude. nice. It's 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 it feels great in the hand. Like the people and the premise behind this knife for it being a first design. I mean, there's a lot of things they took into detail. Like, you know, for for one, okay. You notice like the the handle has kind of like this this kind of curve in the back so that when it's in the pocket and you try to reach for it, this won't peck at your hand. And it's a small flipper. It's not it's not really tiny, but it's 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 small and it's even angled not only on this side but on this side. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I I don't know how to explain it. Like just uh, so you can see. Let me see here. Yeah, um, I, I, I can see that there's something this, going on. this has like a little bit of a of a, a ramp a almost, it, but it's it, it's it's to the point where it doesn't mess. Like it, it flows with the top, it flows with the bottom, um, and it's I mean it's super easy to be able to go in and open. Uh, the size on it, it's it seems like a big knife, but it's super lightweight for being titanium. Uh, it has the orange peel. Uh, kind of texturing on the titanium so it's not smooth titanium like these so you feel actually feel like it's a little bit more tactile it's got um wire and red um inlays inside of um uh, the carbon fiber here where the pivot is and it's called laser strike carbon fiber okay, okay. uh you oh can't, yeah i see it well, i there. can see it a yeah. little now um, the only other blade that I've seen that actually has this um that I have reviewed is the Berg Blades Slim and that's like a three hundred something dollar knife. Very yeah. nice knife. Yeah. But you, I mean, this is a really, I mean, yo. Yeah. Like, the did you sign up? Did you, did you, are you oh, gonna check course. this out? Oh, I okay. did. I opted for it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because this is this is. You're they, the one that has it. I'm like, you know, I've yeah. got a few still on me right now. That was one that I was definitely interested in. The fit and finish, all that looks is, is amazing. How much is it again? The Kickstarter? If I'm not mistaken, it's just over a hundred. I mean, look at yeah. that action. Did you see what's that? The, what's the blade steel on it? Yeah, it's fucking smooth as hell. Uh, S35. Wow. wow. Yeah, I have not done anything to this. Um, yeah. the only person that has actually laid a hand on this was Stasa. Yeah. Uh, Stasa 23 when he reviewed it, and he, you know, typically he likes to take his knives apart, lube it, put it back together, yeah. see what's. And and he didn't even want to work on it that much because he knew it was a part of the pass around and that it was going to go to the next person, which was, you know, me. And um, so, I mean, the only thing he probably did was use it a little bit and strop it. And I mean, that looks so awesome. dude. The action on this. I mean, that looks great. That looks great. I can't wait to get my hands on that. You're going to like this. I'm the first one that got this, I think. As a best tech, right? Yeah. The fractal. 
it's kind of weird kind of weird but but very cool you could use the um the thumb opening hole thingy it's kind of like a geometric pattern i don't know what shape that is because not a real asian you know what i mean not good at geometry (laughs) uh, that's that's a pentagon yeah is it Mm -hmm. is it yeah five sides boom look at that awesome and it's got that uh, double grind thing, compound grind, right? Is that what that's called? Ah-ha! Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I am in grade two. But uh, I really like it. A lot of uh, When I did the unboxing, people didn't like the Anno on it. It is not my preferred color. But when you get it in person, like you could tell that it's good work. You know what I mean? That's the only yeah. thing I can say about it. It's got some, um, I think that's carbon fiber. I don't know what it is, though. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the it's, the thing now isn't so much just carbon fiber, but the, they call it like marbled carbon fiber. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of carbon fiber that they stuck in the microwave and it they put it in there for too long and it just kind of like melted. And they're <laughs> like, fuck it, just throw it on there. They'll like it. It's it's marbled <laughs> carbon fiber. It yeah. looks all right, though. I, I can definitely see like because, you know, you want to have it like seamless. Yeah. Right. And I can see like some seams in some parts. Um I don't know if they're going to tune that in or whatever. Is this, like, out already, this knife, or is it? I don't know. I know I it's definitely going to be at SHOT Show, so I'll take a look at it, and I'll definitely ask if it's already out and what the pricing and stuff is going to be. I know that they're, they're, that's probably, like, one version of what they're offering, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if this is already out yet, but one thing that I didn't like about this, and, I mean, you know, it could that's be a uh, that's the Kun- the Kun- Orion. Orion. The, the, uh, oh, the Orion from Kunwu, yeah, is that even though that this is the red, um, the the uh, the light, uh, the laser strike carbon fiber, um, they have they they have the backspacer that is uh, titanium and it's an- been anodized, but they anodized it blue, and I didn't really understand blue. that. Yeah, it should be like the same color as whatever pop of color you have on the other thing, right? Yeah, I figured. Okay, that's well, how I would the red, feel. Yeah, instead of the red, uh-huh. why don't you just you make it blue, you yeah. know, or even just regular, just the wire, just the, the standard, like yeah. silver, you know, um, right. or, or make it so that this can be, you know, like powder coated in red to go with this in red. You know, that would look Something. really cool. Yeah, yeah. You know? Dude, it, I was I was just saying, thinking that, like, if they were both red, it would be like, wow. It you would know what be. I'm saying? It would be, yeah. And I mean, but other than that, like another really cool thing that I like about it, and this is what makes the 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 the, the actual the carbon fiber stick out a bit, is that instead of having the uh, the pivot screw on this side, they has it has it on the lock side. So what you oh, have huh. is, is basically like the pivot. It's yep. it's sterile. So it looks it it kind of it, it's a little subtle detail on the knife. Yeah. That's different from most of your other knives. Like if you look at yeah. most of the other knives, it's like on you're gonna side. see that it's on it's on the other side, you know. So I, I thought that that was pretty cool. Um, they are very particular about educating the people who buy these knives the way that they heat treated their steel, and that's what really like made me want to look at this because blade steel. Um, and I'll probably make a video about this one day because as I as I've learned about knives. You know, we talked about it like the other day. You're not really like a big, like a steel. Well, like, I mean, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not part of HRC gate. You know what I mean? Okay. But, but yeah. I do pay attention. I do know what it is. And mm-hmm. I do know that steels have to be treated 
you know, like a certain way. Some companies do it their own way and they're better at using these steels than others. You know, I mean, yo, I watch Forge and Fire, baby. You know what I mean? (laughs) You know, know, my girlfriend loves that show. And I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, I watch it. I watch it. um, I usually go on a binge when I do. You know what I mean? Like, I'll just watch a whole bunch and then I'll stop watching it for a while. Uh, You know, Doug Markaida. I mean, he's Filipino. You know what I'm saying? I got to kill. You know, he's probably my uncle or something. Yeah, there you go. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I do know about it. Go on. Okay, so like, take for example D two. A lot of a lot of Chinese knives, like the value line and stuff like that, is being reduced in uh, uh, produced in D two, and everybody's like over it already because oh my god, like why can't it be something different? Well, there's a reason why the, the like D two, quote unquote, is used, and it's because of the fact that when it hits that optimal heat treatment for it it like it'll last a crazy long time and it's it's a nice durable steel and it's It's semi easier to work with right it's easier to work with in a factory or something like that well it's cheap to buy it's cheap to work with you know and when it's hardened correctly it will put in some work just like any other steel that's out there, but the cost for D2 as opposed to M390 or S35BN and stuff like that, there's such a disparity, there's such a difference that it's cheap to build, to, to take out, you know, large orders of billet, you know, D2 and then carve out knives with it, carve out, you know, uh, blanks with it and then just use that and start making blades. But people have been kind of deceived into thinking that if it's not M390 or, you know, not 20CV or S35VN or S90V or anything like that, any of the, the super steels now, that it ain't shit, you know? And I'm, I, I want to put it on record now that you're being duped, if that's what you think. Yeah, I, I definitely don't feel that way. Shout out to ATR13 yeah. MOV, you know what I'm saying? Yes. But, you know, yeah. since we're on topic, actually, what uh, what is your preferred, like, budget steel? Like, what is one that you like? I talked about this with Neves Knives a little bit. And we both um, like the same one. Uh, I, I actually, I like 14C28N. That's my boy. I said Sandwich. the same thing. Yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. rake. Uh, uh, that's on rake a lot, right? Yeah. Yep. That's, yep. Yep. Yo, dude, I love that steel. It's not easy to sharpen for me, too. Like, a lot easier than D2. Uh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I like it because of the fact that it's, it, you can, you can, I mean, you can, Sharpen this to a wicked, wicked edge. Yep. I mean, and with the right heat treatment, it's it's way better than even VG10, you know, which is, I mean, a really good quality steel, too. Uh, I mean, it's something that you can use in your kitchen cutlery. You can use it on a fixed blade. You can use it on a folder. It's cheap enough for companies to be able to offer it at a good price. I mean, Rake sells these things, what, like 25, 30 bucks? Yeah, 30 bucks, yeah. You know, these are like yeah. like beating Civivi in price. And I'm not going to lie, Rake was Civivi before Civivi was Civivi. And I'm just yeah. going to put it out there. Uh, mad love for Rake. It is what it is. I mean, for a flashlight company to come out with knives like these, yeah. Right out the gate, it, it, it's they, they make some good stuff for sure. Well, it's dude. so good that even like now with their higher quality stuff, because they're starting to produce higher quality knives, they can't sell them as well. And it's not because they're bad knives; it's because their cheap knives are so damn good that nobody wants to buy their expensive ones. You know, when they can buy these. You know the thing about about like how you were comparing Civivi and Rake, right? The, I think the difference with Civivi is that when they came out. Um, 
I think like the general public and the ADC community was just so like action centered. Like they were like, oh, it's a great action. And to Vivi, like everything that they have, the action is amazing. I think that's why they blew up so fast. Yeah. Because that's certainly what drew me to them. Like Rake, I've had I've had a uh, not a lot. I've had some of their knives. Like even the um the eight zero is it the eight oh one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, like this is the one oh eight. This is the one oh eight. One oh eight, I'm sorry. So like the action is good, but you can kind of like hold it a certain way and like, you know, like fuck it up. You know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. it, it's a good action. But it's kind of stiff. You're not going to flick that like all day, even though you can, but you're going to get some pain there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's it's not just that. It's just little things that sometimes, you know, corners can be cut, you know, at the factory and they'll let it go. You would never get something like that through somebody like, you know, Civivi. Um, yeah. Like as an example, and, and I think I mentioned this in the channel, uh, the, the, the pass around, like this knife, it came like with the tip dangerously close to the like the scales. To the point where you can lift it up and it's like, just let me see if I could do it here because my 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 nails are kind of short right now. Yeah. But like I can get it and yeah, I, I have you know, a knife. So here, here, let me ask you something, right? I had like, are, are you doing that like give a knife, take a knife thing? Yeah, but they haven't gotten to me yet. And I'm just like, hey, guys, I, I'm finally cool. just getting it, I think. Cause like like remember I, I did that that picture of like Tyrone Biggums and he's like yo slice <laughs> no see here's the funny thing okay he, <laughs> this is funny because it's the second time I talked about slicey on a podcast and it's a funny situation the first time was Benchmade Boxgate right <laughs> so <laughs> slicey hits me up last week and and I completely understood he said his house is a madhouse one of his aunts got sick there's family staying at his place things are getting crazy and I was like it's cool take your time right. Slicey and I live in the same state. <laughs> you know that, right? So if he sent something out today, for example, I will get it tomorrow. You know what I mean? So he, remember he said that he, he, it's, it's on the way. So we're going to see if it gets in tomorrow because I, I want to unbox these knives. And uh, back to your thing with the, um, the knife tip kind of protruding so that it's kind of like a safety issue. I have a knife that does that, and it's $300 um it's a cool one it's fucking cool and you know I, I i might i might put it in the pass around group because i'm thinking like at least the people that check it out after me are gonna get to experience this knife which is fucking cool and if no one wants it and jt ends up keeping it and he likes it that's great but if he doesn't he's mr ebay bro he's gonna fucking just make mad profit and resell this thing. You know, that's what I'm thinking about doing. Uh, I never fucking use it. I bought it and I forgot that I did. And then I put money down for it. It took forever for it to come out. And all of a sudden, like, my ex at the, my, my ex was like, yo, my credit card got charged. What the fuck is this? And it was like over $100, dude. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, shit. I think the knife was like, oh, I think it was like 310 yo. And there is that same issue that you're talking about right now. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's not so much of a big deal when you got a $25, $30 knife because you're like, oh, whatever. You you tend to think that it's it's going to be less perfect than that of a $250 to $300 knife. I'd be pissed if I ended up getting a knife that I, I put that much money into Dude. and that it did not meet, Nate, Nate, exceed my expectations. 
you know, yeah, because um, like, dude, I worked hard, man. I got cut by it. I got cut by it many times. In the review, I actually showed like how many cuts I had on the index finger. From, but I, I, it was a really cool thing. Like I felt like I was being a part of like, like I was helping out the community because the guy that made it is like a, pr it's pretty big in the community. Bro, I'm good. <laughs> um, no, I'm setting it up. Is there anything you want to plug or anything you want to talk about more with Shot Show? We've done over an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, great I, time I, I, with the uh, homie. Go ahead and wrap tonight. this up because I gotta, I gotta yeah. walk my dog honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anything that you want to plug? Yes, uh, for Shot Show, um, we are gonna do at least three days worth of coverage. Um, I was hoping to get the industry day at the range, but I wasn't able to do that. Um, you know, we're, you're going to see some stuff from a lot more than just knife companies because of the kind of, of show it is. Uh, the format's going to be a little bit different, and um, but you're going to get a lot of really good high-quality stuff. And I think as a result, uh, even from the companies that have reached out to me, they, they're like, hey, look, you know, I mean – for every reviewer that comes by and checks it out, and I don't know if they do this all the time or if they're doing this particularly for me because the channel's growing or because they know Eric, but they kind of like let me in on the, the, the fact that, hey, you're going to come in and you need to keep some space in your luggage because you're going to leave with a lot of swag. And if I get a lot of swag like and stuff yeah. to take home... Like I'm going to check it out. I'm going to show everybody and I'm going to give it away. Like I, and I don't do giveaways on my channel. And, and so that's going to be something that I'm going to be really happy about because it's like, I win something like, you know, like this and everybody's like, Oh man, when are you going to give it away? And I'm like, <laughs> dude, Zach, there's so many, <laughs> Zach told me that that's yeah. one of the reasons for channel growth is he did since till he got to a thousand, he did a giveaway every 100. And I was like, dude, but you're hooked up with Benchmade. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm I just, don't have. I'm just, a, I'm just a poor, you know? Yeah, Dude, I never even worked with Kaiser. I, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, some people say you need to have a great personality to do well on YouTube. Some would say I have the biggest, but I, I doesn't reflect on my channel growth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to be, you know, when you're a YouTuber, it, it, it takes time to be able to get the good content that brings in the masses. But then a lot of these companies, they want you to have the masses in yeah. the masses in order to be able to provide content. So it's like it's 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 kind of hard because it's like you want to be able to provide, you know, exclusive content or content that people are going to watch. But the companies, they're not going to give you anything because you don't have people to watch the content that they're going to give you. And it's so you kind of. You have to work. You have to be willing to take rejection from some companies when you're like, "Hey, I'd like to check this out," you know, whatever. And sometimes I never do that. Do you do that? Uh, in person. I'm really bad with that. I know in that, person. dude. Blade Banter told me he just hits companies up, like he like a hundred of them. Like, hey, we have the Apex Pass Around group. That's yeah, how we're that's getting so many. Look how many companies work with us, bro. Yeah, but that's but they, they what he's selling is the network of, of reviewers right. and the sheer amount of views that you would get from it being passed mm -hmm. around. Think about it. Would you want to deal with a guy that has, uh, say, a thousand subscribers 
to see your stuff? And, and or would you prefer the visibility of a guy who says, hey, I got a network of like 20 guys that have anything from 500 to, you know, 50,000 subscribers. I'm going to give it to 000. the network. Shabazz is in it, remember? Well, yeah. That's yeah, crazy sure. Exactly, yeah. So, Shabazz and uh, Cedric and Ada. <laughs> yeah, and, and Mr. Oldman. He, like, yeah. Too, you know, yeah. he's got he's got his his viewers too. I think he's thirty k right now. Yeah, you know, it's like, dude, I've got seven hundred and one as yeah, of as of today, hey, bro. You grew Which, fast. I, you grew yeah, big man. this year, man. Yeah. So, oh. you know, it, and and I've been told by companies like, hey, you don't have enough subs to be able to review an eye for me yet, and I wanted to be like, what? You want what? You 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 thought you wanted to get a knife reviewed on my channel? Now I'm gonna buy one of your knives and I'm gonna bag it and then <laughs> and then <laughs> and then I'm gonna return it because I didn't even like. It. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna give it away. I'm gonna return it from the place that I got it from. So I'm gonna buy it just to bag it and then I'm gonna return it, get my money back, and then buy my chick dinner. <laughs> like and then I'm gonna feel good about myself. No, I'm not, I don't do that. But I have like high companies do that. Yeah. You know um and and that's fine it's it's a part of growth i mean you're not going to get everything just given to you you know but i've had a lot of companies that are willing to work with me um you know uh and a lot of people that have been very instrumental and they've moved from company to company and, it, and it's cool because when say like i'm going to something like shot show uh there are not companies that are going to be there that i've met from you know, like, and I exchanged emails with prior to even Blade Show. And then I met them at Blade Show and we stayed in touch. And so then I'm seeing them again at SHOT Show and they're like, hey man, you got to pass by the booth. I'll introduce you to this person that works at this booth. So it's like before I even, you know, started confirming people that I was going to go see because I did, I have a schedule that's like jam packed with like 40 or 50 vendors. Um, a lot of them were like even pre-booked with me and I'm like, dude, I'm just a fucking peon compared to some of these other, you know, these other channels. And it's like, I've already got people that know me that they like me and they're, they want to invest in the channel's growth and in helping and stuff like that. And they appreciate the feedback that I give on their knives because I don't take, you know, three, five, maybe seven minutes to do a, a review. I do like those longer 20, 25 minute reviews for people who kind of like play that stuff in the background while they're working or maybe they're in the shower and they they play it as they're in the shower so they can listen in because that's my method. Those are the kind of videos that I watch, you know. Uh, right, and I listen to. So, you know, that's kind of the, the format that I use. And they like that. They like that I go the long haul with it. It's not just like, hey, I got it. It's got a great action. You can get it in all these colors. Here's my discount code. Take it easy. You know, on to the next one. So, uh, you know, they're they're willing to work with me. And it feels really cool being able to go to SHOT Show. Knowing Dude, that's so amazing that you get you got the opportunity to do that, man. That's going to be awesome. Everybody, you got to check out. Is it going to come out on your channel, like the content, or yes. what's going to happen? It's going to be on two different channels. Uh, okay. It's going to be uh, the, the same content, but it's going to be on both uh, Eric's channel, which is the Outer Limitless, uh, the Outer Limitless <laughs> YouTube channel, and then it's going to be my channel, Daily Carry Solutions. Awesome. So um, you, if, if um, and I'm telling people right now, if they happen to see content from SHOT Show, and you see like bags or you see a booth or you see somebody that's got like these patches and stuff on, 
That's you, bro. I want them to tag me in it, okay? That's on awesome. Instagram at Daily Carry Solutions because I made a bunch of these, and I, I like I don't care if they rip them off after. I'm gonna stick them on like every piece of Velcro <laughs> and hook and loop at the show. So it's like when people are walking by and you see like you know, uh, oh man, I don't know, uh, the Nun Fancy Project, for example. Yeah. You know, it's got all these view viewers and stuff, and he's talking about bags and stuff, and they're showing him a bag, and it's got like my patch on patch and stuff on it. I don't care man shameless that's, promotion it is what it is you don't like dude. it rip it off it's daily carry solutions i'm yep. getting there i'm legit there you go see you hustling that's amazing dude thank you so much for doing the show this is the this is much longer than we did initially i think um this one was much better we both gotten better at speaking to each other this is a guy Totally my digital friend that I'll, <laughs> I'll hang out with at Blade Show one day. Um, thank you for being on the show, man. Everybody check out his SHOT Show content when it comes out. Daily Cavity Solutions on uh, YouTube and also on Instagram. This is your boy in the NYC. It's me, Ray, and this is the EDCCP saying peace. Yo, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And don't forget to hit that bell icon so we can squat up in the comments.